Welcome to season one, episode seven of the Home Healthcare Today Show. In the month of May, there is a week that is dedicated to women's health. In this episode of the Home Healthcare Today Show, we are going to have a nice, engaging conversation with Dr. Eleanor Walker. We're going to hit on various topics that are important to not only women, but also to caregivers, spouses, siblings, and anyone that is uh, important in a woman's life and cares about the health of women. Let me give you a little background on our special guest today, Dr. Eleanor M. Walker. Dr. Walker is the director of the Breast Radiation Oncology Department at Henry Ford Health System. She is also the medical director for the Center for Integrative Medicine. And she is also uh, on the council of the Henry Ford Cancer Institute, and she is a DEIJ representative. Dr. Walker joined Henry Ford Health System in 1993, and she is board certified in radiation oncology. She earned a BS of bio and an M. BIO from the University of Notre Dame, and her MD is from Washington University in St. Louis. Dr. Walker holds many leadership roles in Henry Ford Health System, Director of Breast Radiation Oncology, Medical Director for the Center for Integrative Medicine, a member of the Henry Ford Cancer Institute Council, Institutional Investigator, Principal Investigator for NRG Oncology Research Group, Institutional Principal Investigator for MROQC, that's Michigan Radiation Oncology Quality Consortium. She is also a Henry Ford Health System Health Equity Scholar and Health Disparities Ambassador. Dr. Walker was also the Principal Investigator for Excite. Excite is the Exercise and Cancer integrative therapies education trial to study the effectiveness of lifestyle intervention during and after cancer treatment for breast and prostate cancer patients, which was funded by HFHS Philanthropy. Recently, Dr. Walker received a grant from the Pfizer Global Medicine Medical Grants and the American Cancer Society to reduce prostate cancer disparities for which she is the principal investigator. She is also the co-principal investigator of a project aimed at dramatically improving representation of the black community and other minorities in cancer clinical trials. Dr. Walker is also active in multiple national medical and oncology organizations, including the NMA, the NRG Oncology, SWOG, ASTRO, ASCO, ACR, ARS, AMA, and both Wayne County and Michigan Medical Societies. Her many awards include University of Notre Dame Distinguished Black Exemplar, 1998 University of Notre Dame Soren Award. She was named one of our magazine top docs in multiple years, 2010, 2011, 2019 and 2020. <laughs> Dr. Walker was included in the Who's Who in Black Detroit, 2006, 2011, 13, 
and Black Health Magazine Top 15. Dr. Walker ain't playing, y'all, with nobody. All right. Um, <laughs> top 15 African-American Breast Cancer Specialist, 2015 Distinguished Service Award for MMA, 2017 J. Ho Kim, MD, Outstanding Radiation Oncologist. 2018 Michigan Chronicle Women of Excellence. 2018 Cranes Detroit Notable Women in Healthcare. 2019 and 2020 Our Magazine Top Docs in Detroit. All right. In her spare time, she does have hobbies, okay? <laughs> so we could not found a more <laughs> exemplary <laughs> doctor to speak on women's health for this uh, season one, episode seven. So in her spare time, she travels a little bit, yep. She enjoys scrapbooking, reading, singing, jazz, and Latin dancing. Dr. Walker is a native of Brooklyn, New York. <laughs> Her motto is to treat my patients as, as if they were my family. Dr. Eleanor Walker. <laughs> Hello, how are you today? I am doing very well. I'm, I'm so honored. It's a, it's a privilege, Dr. Walker, to have you on our show. Dr. Walker, with such a great an impressive background from Brooklyn, why Detroit, and please share us, uh, share with us your passion for Detroit and women's health. Well, first of all, thank you for allowing me to be on the show and contributing some of my thoughts. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I grew up um, in Brooklyn, New York, in the hood, you know, and, uh -huh. um, but I came to Detroit many years ago because I saw an opportunity. I loved the um, patient population and the people that I would work with. I mean, I think the Henry Ford Health System has many physicians, especially of color, that work for many years for them yes. because of what we try to do to help our community. Yes, yes, ma'am. Yes, and with that, uh, coming from you know Brooklyn uh, to Detroit, and you mentioned coming from you know the hood and Detroit, you know we're a solid, um, mm -hmm. solid, hardworking town and, and city here. Tell us a little bit about your journey. Some of the obstacles, Dr. Walker, that you faced coming up in Brooklyn and then going to you know, medical school in St. Louis. Share with us the journey and some of those obstacles. Well, I think Brooklyn, New York, of course, one in six people in this country are from Brooklyn or somehow related. So yes. it's a very big city, mass transportation, big schools, yes. you know, that you have to deal with ahead of time. But I knew since I was 10 years old that I wanted to be a doctor. Yes, ma'am. I um, was able to have Mendelian genetics mm -hmm. in the go. fifth grade <laughs> by my science teacher who's still in touch with me. He's uh -huh. actually come to visit me here in Detroit. All right. And um, that got me really interested in medicine. And I think I was blessed, unlike a lot of our students here, I always had in my family a black dentist, a black physician. Yes. I was, who lived in my community. Yes. And also, you know, I had a very strong mother who mm. was like, uh, you are gonna go to college. That's right, <laughs> You yeah. are going to graduate, but I love school, so it was not a problem. Um, but I think, that if I didn't have the support of people, both black and white, yes. who never told me, as unfortunately some of our children mm -hmm. are being told that you can't do this. I was never told that I couldn't do it. So it was yes. never a question Wonderful. Yes. of going into medicine. <laughs> and I was seeing what I wanted to be. Good. 
Good. One of the things that I was blessed to do, as I was mentioning earlier today, I used to go and work in Columbia Hospital and St. Luke's Hospital in New York mm -hmm. with Dr. Doris Withers. And for anyone who is, especially some of the older black physicians here in Detroit, would be aware of Dr. Withers. She was the guru of sickle cell in New York. I yes. didn't even know that. I just knew I was working right. in her clinic. <laughs> and yes. she's a black woman also. Mm -hmm. And so I learned a lot about medicine yes. through sickle cell. And yes. so when I went to med school and I was on call my first night yeah. as a third year medical student, I got a sickler in crisis and I knew exactly how to take care of them because this woman had taught me and it had been yeah. many years before, mm -hmm. but it was in my head. Yes. So there was never anything, not that I didn't meet up with people who had expectations, oh, as a black woman, yeah. you're not going to be able to do this. That never yes. phased me at all because I had a mother who supported me, Wonderful. Yes. a family that supported me, and I knew what I could do. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I didn't let people prevent me from doing it. Yes, medical school's hard. Yes. Oh my God, you have to work so hard. But mm -hmm. I knew that I wanted to be a doctor, I wanted to practice, and I knew that I wanted oncology. In mm -hmm. fact, my second year of med school, who led the oncology course? Mm -hmm. A black male, MD, PhD. Wow. Yes, indeed. Very powerful and impressive. And Dr. Walker, that legacy that you inherited, right? Mm -hmm. The legacy that you inherited from, from specialists, from educators, from your mom, right? Is so invaluable. And then the fact that you mentioned that you were affirmed early, you were never told that you can't, you saw great examples of what you wanted to be, that is pivotal, pivotal. So as we look at something as pivotal as that, and we think about legacy, the ability to inspire and to influence and impact, we want our listeners and viewers that may be somewhat outside of the realm of getting immediate access to information or being able to sit with a specialist, an a um, medical doctor such as yourself with so much great experience. What are the five, if we could look at five health concerns for women, granted that it's Women's Health Week here in the month of May, in your professional opinion, what are the five top health concerns that women should be aware of and perhaps at various ages and stages of their lives? Well, number one, is heart disease, okay? That is the number one killer of people in the United States, male or female. Even though COVID has beat a lot of things this year, <laughs> yes. but heart disease is still number one. And unfortunately, a lot of people died at home or had preventable heart problems because of COVID. They did not come into the hospital, did not do virtual or televisits because they were unaware they could do it, yes. okay? Absolutely. Number two is cancer, okay? Cancer is the second leading cause of death in this country. Breast cancer, particularly in women. Lung cancer is actually the number one cancer killer in both men and women, although it will, we expect it to decrease in the next few years because not as many people are smoking. Yes. And prostate cancer, number one in men. Strokes, 
hypertension. We all know in our families, yes. the majority of us have high blood pressure. I've always known it took many years before it manifested in myself, but I was monitoring it because I knew my family history. Please talk to your children. Please share yeah. the history. Right. Share the family history. If Indeed. people don't know what potentially could be a problem in later years, meaning after 40, yes. how can they do things to help prevent it? Yes, ma'am. Um, women, GYN, you know, early on fertility, having kids, and later on going through menopause, which can cause all types of changes, and then depression, that's something else that's very big in our community, and we don't acknowledge it. We're scared to talk to it. Yes, speak to your pastor, but please go to a healthcare professional that specializes in this. I'm very happy to say my oldest nephew is finishing up his psychiatry residency right now, and he's planning on doing pediatric psychiatry. Oh, wow. And then diabetes and obesity. Okay. People, we've got to watch what we're eating. Mm -hmm. If you have a propensity in your family for developing diabetes, we know there's an association with weight. And all these different disease processes can lead to other disease processes, Absolutely. which is why we have to really be aware of this. Absolutely, Dr. Walker. I'm going to recap those top five to six, and then we're going to go to a commercial break. But um, for those of you just tuning in, Dr. Eleanor Walker has joined us for Season 1, Episode 7 of the Home Health Care Today Show. And she's identified at least five to six top health concerns uh, for women, and then some of those also impact men greatly. So uh, heart disease uh, being the leading cause of death in the United States. Uh, two, she touched on cancer, uh, how breast cancer and lung cancer top the list. Uh, for deaths related to women as well as prostate cancer for men. Three, strokes, right? Strokes and hypertension. So we got to watch our, watch our blood pressure and diet. Uh, for women, younger women, OBGYN, health as a priority. Uh, depression, which we'll talk much more about after our commercial break. And then diabetes and obesity. So we'll be right back with you. Spring is a beautiful time in Detroit and Southeast Michigan. American Advantage Home Care brings that energy, joy, and vitality of the season right into your home, coupled with skilled home health care services. A world-class team of clinicians can help you to thrive, maintain, and rebound in the comfort of your own home. Finding a home health care agency more compassionate and caring than American Advantage Home Care is a long Once again, back at it, Season 1, Episode 7, with Dr. Eleanor Walker of the Henry Ford Health System. Dr. Walker, you alluded to prior to our break in our first segment, those top five to six health concerns for women, and some of them definitely impact men as well. But one of the later ones that you touched on was depression. Depression and anxiety. And we talked in the first segment briefly about the impact COVID has had uh, on Detroit. What would you or who would you recommend for women listeners and viewers in Southeast Michigan to reach out to in view of depression and anxiety? In addition to talking to your church family and home and your pastor, please reach out to healthcare professionals like your primary care, assuming you have a relationship with them. But if you could talk to psychiatrists 
or therapists who work in this field. They can be very, very helpful. And for people, for example, who need advice, maybe you don't have a primary care, maybe you don't know where to reach out, we have a 24-hour number at Henry Ford that has a nurse on call wow. who can help direct you to the professional that may be able to help you at 844-262-1949. Again, the number is 844-262-1949. It's so important because women, we take care of everybody else. True. Yes. And we don't take care of ourselves. And we can get depressed. <coughs> and COVID has made all of us depressed. I mean, I think, you know, I personally lost 17 friends in the first mm. year. Yes. which has affected me. There's yes. no question that it hasn't affected me, but I have tried to talk to people. There are things that for, they have for the staff to help all of us because it's not just you alone. And so we have the ability to reach out online or personally to discuss these things. But as the foundation of the home, if you're not okay, how is anybody else going to be okay? Good question. So it's important yes, that even yes. though I know it's hard and yes. people are going through cancer, I've seen some of my patients come in with breast cancer that is spread because they were so busy taking care of the family. They ignored themselves. Then they get depressed about their disease process. We can help them, but it would have been better if they could have thought of themselves first. Be a little selfish. Sometimes yes. you have to be selfish <clears throat> in order to take care of others. Yes, absolutely. And that... That 24-7 hotline number, 844-262-1949. That's 844-262-1949. Thank you for that, that resource, Dr. Walker. In terms of women taking care of everyone but themselves, and that includes the household from time to time and, and chores and the like, you know, what would be your recommendation for some of those homebound, uh, homebound women in the Detroit area that say, but I want to take care of my house, but I need help with myself. I need help getting dressed. I need help with even exercise or keeping my medications aligned and in order. Would you recommend home health care? Oh, the absolutely. Absolutely. And not just for the homebound. Again, mm -hmm. women are the primary caregivers. And if we're working outside of the home or we have too much going on, we're not going to take care of it by ourselves. I took care of my mother working full time for 20 years yes. as she went through Alzheimer's. Mm -hmm. It was very difficult. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want somebody in my house because I'm like, oh, somebody's gonna break in and take this and take that, or they're not gonna take care of my mother as well as I would. Oh, people are gonna look down on me because I, t I didn't take care of my mother myself. Well, we have to be realistic. True. Okay? Absolutely. God gave me the ability to work yes, and do what I'm doing so I would have the finances to be able to do this. For people who may not have the finances, there are ways of getting home health in there. Yes. And also get somebody to clean your house. I don't like cleaning myself. <laughs> it takes a lot of time. When I come home from work at yes, 7 or 8 o'clock at night, I am not in the mood to, to clean the house. Yes, so therefore, I at least once a month try to have somebody come in and clean. And especially if you're homebound, you really need the help. Absolutely. Do not be embarrassed. Yeah. Do not say, oh, no, no, I can do this all. None of us can do it all ourselves. We need to be a village. We need to help 
each other do better. Absolutely. Yes, indeed. And it's not just a one-off. Don't just come over and do it for Mother's Day, yeah. right? For the uh, kids and the grandkids out there, but some regular, regular assistance. And mm -hmm. there are agencies, right? right. Uh, and on the skilled side, insurance, right? right? Insurance does cover skilled care. Last question for you, Dr. Walker. You gave us that resource number, the toll-free number for those that may be struggling with depression and anxiety to be able to reach out. Are there any other resources, clinics, specialists, or groups yeah. within Henry Ford Health System or even outside of HF? If HF. you go to Henry Ford Health System webpage, there are virtual care options. You can do telemedicine. You can do a virtual medicine. There are wellness resources on that webpage for whatever it is that is going on in your life that you need help with. That's and right. people waiting to help you. Wonderful. Dr. Walker, this has been a great time. Uh, we are so pleased and honored that you were able to join us today and provide so many invaluable insights for listeners and viewers uh, for uh, Women's Health Week. We look forward to having you on the show again because uh, we only begin to scratch the surface okay. on many of those topics. All right. Thank but, you again. And right. I hope you guys please take care of yourselves so that you can take care of everyone else.